This is Sports Best, presented by Repost on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like a repo man when you're three months behind on the payments for your Acura MDX. He is Larry Lugnut Olson, and I am Lee Iacocca. How is your car running today, Larry? I'll have the money for you tomorrow, I promise. It's coming to oh, me. Boy. I just need a few more days. I don't believe you. You've been saying that for two weeks, and I'm going to have to break your kneecaps. I feel like we're going to start this show where we left off the show last week. She's sweeter than a honey bun. I'm a caller, honey bun. That's honey bun report. Oh, gosh. Is there a time when we're going to not want to do the honey bun report anymore? I don't think so. Unless we start getting oatmeal pie reports. Oh, those are good. Sarah Lee. Oh, so it turns out, Mr. Keller, that the big three is not as quite as good as the big two for the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving playing in his first game in a couple of weeks scored 37 points. Kevin Durant had 38 points. James Harden had 21 points. But guess what? For the first time as the big three, they lost. 147, 135 to the Cavs. We said this might be a problem. Chemistry is always an issue. They get the big three, and then they lose. Yeah, the best offense is a good offense, and don't <laughs> worry about defense. And their coach is historically known for his offense. I don't think Steve Nash was really known for blocking many shots. So I think that's this is what everyone predicted. I think a one-game loss is an overreaction to saying that it's not going to work out. But their defense is the biggest question mark on these guys just – get the ball and shoot. I, I understand that conceptually that you got to play defense, but if you have like three of the best offensive players that have ever played, don't you just think you're going to roll out the ball and win all the time? They're not I mean, going to miss. You think so? I think maybe three or four years ago, the Rockets had the best record in, in basketball and they were projected to roll through the playoffs. And once you get into the playoffs, like teams have a response to your offense. Like you can't just rely on, high percentage or low percent high percentage shots and just like defense is going to matter when it gets down to it maybe getting to the playoffs you can just be all offense but they're gonna have to figure something out well I think too once again these are really three great offensive parts and maybe with two people out of five you can have your own thing going on and but when you had the third in there that really kind of clogs up the system Kyrie had missed two weeks he by the way he got fined over eight hundred thousand dollars in salary for missing those or lost pay. a lot yeah not yeah. fine but technically just lost eight right. so it's like eh, less than a million dollars so I think you know him coming back kind of getting into the groove it'll be once again rooting for content i love that we get to do a honey bun update we're going to be able to do this throughout the whole the whole season. NBA season one more thing about that i just i was going down the rabbit hole of steve nash being so good at offense and i was looking at his career stats and his career free throw percentage he was 90.4 percent so his players have no excuse to be anything lower than that. I looked it up. Honey Bun is 85.8%. KD is 86%. And Kyrie is 87% from the free throw. Just to clarify, every time Steve Nash took a free throw, this is, was the amazing part and it never could get out of my head. He would lick his hands. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, you're in an NBA game and you're licking. I was like, oh, bro. Did a, I mean, players did that a lot just to um, wipe the bottom of their shoes so they can get more grip. Just licking your hands during an NBA game? <laughs> well, speaking of germs in the NBA, Adam Silver is trying to spin that the NBA players should all be vaccinated to be a good lesson to black Americans. Because he's saying that black America black owned businesses aren't doing very well. The black community is resistant to vaccines because of historical reasons. And it's a 
everything he says makes sense, but it really feels to me very thin that he is just trying to get his product uh, vaccinated so they don't have to do as much COVID protocol. But what do you think about this? I've had this long playing idea that they should pay people to get vaccines to go to the Super Bowl, therefore to get the... Oh, wait a minute. Oh. That, that, that was your idea. That no. Was my idea. Don't be so skeptical, right? I mean, listen, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's like 50% of Americans polled do not want to get this vaccine. People are very skeptical of A, the government, and B, vaccines in general. Black-owned businesses, Black-owned people, I wonder why. They were slaves at one particular point, are even more skeptical of the government. So you don't think if the big three, James Harden, Kevin Durant, those guys get vaccines, the African-American community wouldn't feel better about the process of getting vaccines? Yeah. I mean, if you saw Honeyman getting vaccinated, would you be more or less likely? Because, I mean, he we, I, we don't think he makes good decisions. <laughs> so, like, are you, are you, are you going to be more or less likely to get vaccinated? I just want to be completely honest. The Honeybun's decision on vaccine will play no role <laughs> in whether I will take a COVID vaccination whatsoever. I mean, there, there's only about a couple hundred players in the NBA. So it's really not, it's not going to mess with the national vaccine. And so I guess my skepticism is a little bit harsh, but to me, it came out feeling like, Hey, I want to take care of these guys. So I don't have to have money in the pro- protocol. Listen, as we know, I think this should go to every facet. I think celebrities, I think actors, I think everybody should be getting this vaccine because it's such a small percentage of people, but would have a large effect on people. I'm telling you, People are crazy about this vaccine stuff. A lot of people do not want it. And I think we need to encourage, like, here's the thing. Until 80% of the world has the vaccine, we're not going to get back to normal. So we got to get influence people to get the vaccine. Yeah. Well, well, we'll, we'll follow it and we'll see if Honeybun gets it. Also, it'd be interesting if they say, hey, NBA players, you're allowed to get the vaccine. Are they all going to get it? Can they make them do it? I think they can make them do it. So you can't play unless you're vaccinated. The only... Sad news about the honey bun taking over the top spot on the sports best viral uh, page Mm -hmm. is that it has knocked Patrick Mahomes off the top trending spot on the sports best viral page. Here's a possibility that maybe he didn't really get a concussion. He's in concussion protocol, but he's dwelling that the show is no longer called. I love Patrick Mahomes on the reposted podcast network. Listen, he used to be talked about every single week in the top spot. The honey bun has come along and knocked him off his perch. So there, there, so Patrick Mahomes suffers uh, a concussion uh, against the Did Ravens. Did diagnose as a no. concussion or he's just in concussion protocol? I feel like no. they're still not announcing it. Oh, whether he got it. It's not, it wasn't against the Ravens. It was against the, uh, why am I blanking? The okay. what? Silence there. He, he suffered a, maybe he'd suffered a concussion in the divisional round. They won the game anyways. They're back, backup quarterback, Jen Annie. Here's my point about this. It does the Chiefs zero good to say whether or not he's going to play. They're going to disguise this up until the game, right? Because then the Bills have to get ready for either Chad Henney or Mahomes. So we weren't going to ever know to begin with. Yeah. I feel like Bill Belichick is the one that made this yeah. popular being like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what's happening. The the, uh, the Bills aren't really buying it. They're uh, Yeah, and they should. They're, they're preparing for Mahomes. But, because here's the deal. If you prepare for Mahomes and you get the backup, you're going to be fine. Like, hey, prepare for Mahomes. Hey, don't you mess with Henny. He played in Michigan. Don't you mess with my boy Henny. Oh, boy. I feel like you're dissing my boy Henny. Well, are you buying that he might not play? No, because here's the deal. He 
practiced on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So if he's able to practice and that means he's learning the playbook, the plays, their strategy for this week, I'm sure Handy's going to get more snaps than he normally would, mm-hmm. but I got to believe that there's, there's no way Patrick Mahomes is not playing. It makes me think of how Cam Newton was playing. Was that a playoff game where he got hurt and went back into the game and his career never was the same? He was doing so well. Was it? No. Yeah, it was Cam, Cam Newton. Was that the no, game? No, that- Robert Griffin III. It was Robert Griffin III. He was doing so well at the Washington football team, and uh, he got hurt, and then they put him back in, and he got hurt worse, and he never came back from that. Is that different than the game where Lamar Jackson had to take a poop, and he left the game and went and did the – Rot trot and come back after he pooped. Is that the different game? No, that was the same game. It was okay. actually Robert Griffin the third and Lamar Jackson um, pooping at the same time. <laughs> so Bruce Arians has a creepy, very menacing look to him. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at him in a while. I mean, I know who he is. He is the coach of the top of Brady Gronkineers, and they have the opportunity for the first time in the 55 years of the Super Bowl to play in the Super Bowl in their home stadium because the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year and they have to get through Green Bay Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers. And um, I guess Bruce Arians is a little bit worried that they're looking forward to game. Like you tell receivers, don't take a step forward until you actually catch the ball. You see so many people catch the ball in the open field because they already think about running to the touchdown. If they don't focus on Green Bay, then they won't make it to the Super Bowl. And so he has a he has a message for his team. If you if you start thinking about the Super Bowl, get your ass beat, and your bags will be packed on Monday. And so I feel like with a mean face. When you bring up these analogies, you usually do the statistics. The statistic I want to hear: What's the anomaly that in fifty five years of the Super Bowl, there's never been a team to play in their home stadium? I just find that fascinating that that's never happened. Yeah, I mean, it's because the Super Bowl is pre-selected two or three years in advance. And just like you need everything. 55 isn't that many attempts to be able to get it for the, what is that, one in 16 that your your team will be in the Super Bowl. It's it's not a high likelihood. I remember when the 49ers new stadium came out and they they got the Super Bowl like, we're going to be good because they were pretty good. And then they fell off when the new stadium came. Okay, here's the deal. This I just remembered. The 49ers played a Super Bowl at Stanford Stadium right around the corner from their Candlestick Stadium like in the 80s against Dan Marino, but they weren't actually in their home stadium because it wasn't big enough. So it was like the same city, but it wasn't the actual same stadium. Huh. We'll see what happens. I don't think that they're going to beat Aaron Rodgers, but everyone has written – Tom Brady has been written off about 15 times now, and he keeps proving people wrong, and so I'm going to write him off again. He can prove me wrong. Why not? Can I just say back to your original point, uh, the coach in Tampa Bay, he does look weird and he wears his uh, headphones. Like, you know, most of them wear them as a belt. He wears it like around his like shoulder as a harness. He does look weird. He's a, he's an intimidating dude. He's very, he's very intense. The other quarterback in this game is your uh, Super Bowl, uh, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the green Bay Packers. Thank you very much. Um, And so of course, as we knew last week, Drew Brees retired theoretically after the game. Tom Brady, when's he going to retire? So they're giving Aaron Rodgers, A-Rod, all of this like, hey, is this going to be your last game? If you make it to the Super Bowl, are you going to retire? So they're putting a the mic in his uh, face and saying like, hey, you've, this is, you've only won one Super Bowl. If you win it, you're going to go, quote, 
To me, it is a beautiful mystery what happens down the line. But there'll be a time when we meet that future. And right now, I'm just going to enjoy the present. Yeah, I mean, this seems very deja vu to me because Jordan Love, they they drafted last year. They traded up to get Jordan Love from Utah State for his apparent backup. And they drafted Rodgers in 2005. And after three years, enough was enough. And they decided to bet on Rodgers. And Brett Favre went on to the Jets. I would love to see in two years, Rodgers go to New York and play for the Jets and retire in Minnesota. That would be eerie. Aaron Rodgers, I believe the Packers have been in the last two NFC Championship games. And after those games, he said, I just want to host one of these NFC Championship games at home. Mm -hmm. So for the first time in the last three, he's going to host this game at home. Once again, you're old. This would be your second Super Bowl. You go out with your last game at Lambeau Field to win. It does seem like a time to ride off into the sunset. But by the way, I'm not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves the story of riding off in the sunset after the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning did it. Jerome Bettis did it. Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers will do it. Maybe. Tom Brady has had six opportunities to do it and has not no. yet. Maybe he'll do it. Yeah, well, speaking of not riding off to the sunset, <laughs> Tiger Woods is going to keep going. He underwent his fifth back operation earlier this week and made an announcement that he is going to attempt to play in the masters this year because of the surgery he had. It's his first back surgery since his spinal fusion surgery three years ago, but he'll be out for two months. He's going to miss a couple of tournaments, but he wants to be back for the masters because apparently that's a tournament. He is still able to win. Are you excited to see tiger come back or is it going to be the sad train wreck like Joe Namath not walking away? Well, so once again, I'm a sorry 5'10 white guy in a closet. So I don't, I'm not Tiger Woods. But if you've had five back surgeries already and you have to have another one to keep playing golf, like maybe you don't do that. You just ride off into the sunset, right? I mean, I, how often do you keep getting back? Surgeries are people die in surgeries. Yeah. I mean, they do. But also, like, at what point do you want to trade your twilight years' yeah. ability to move around? to be able to get another green jacket. Um, I guess he's trying to solidify his legacy. He has done a complete roller coaster. I mean, he was written off as like, he, he's not going to come back. Everyone wanted him to, but he had all his scandals. And But he made it back to the top two years ago when he won the Masters. So he has until the second week of second weekend of April, they have the Masters. So he's got a little bit of time to recover, but not much. You know, once again, I'm a 5'10 white guy in his closet, and I've never had to make these big decisions. But is it some surgeon saying, like, after each of these surgeries, like, hey, if you just do this one more thing, you're going to be fine the rest of your life. You should really just take the chance and do it. Or is it like him saying, like, man, I got to do this to get back to where I'm at? I feel like when you're at that level of, of wealth or power, you're going to get a doctor to say whatever you want. Just yeah. kind of like Michael Jackson got a doctor to give him basically um, – anesthesia every night so i mean <laughs> I, yeah, I think i think tiger's surrounded by a lot of yes men so what i'm taking out of this podcast today is that if you're having trouble sleeping and you need anesthesia to go to bed maybe that's not a good idea maybe but maybe it's a good idea i, mean, I don't know i've never done it stunning news from michigan as former President Gerald Ford was chopped into little bits by the propeller of a commuter plane. What was that? That's Daniel. 
so good. Well, as you know, Gerald Ford was the president of the United States, and he went to the University of Michigan. Tom Brady also went to the University of Michigan. And uh, that's been an interesting thing because we have the 46th president of the United States, and he went to the University of Delaware, which brought the University of Delaware. Don't tell me. Delaware. Don't tell me. I did not read this far. Joe Flacco. Was, oh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was the quarterback that played there. There's a couple of, more universities than I thought have quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl and um, presidents. So the other ones are the Naval Academy, Jimmy Carter and Roger Staubach. Jimmy Carter went to the Naval Academy? Apparently. Stanford wow. had Herbert Hoover and Jim Plunkett, who came off the bench, and uh, you're John Elway of the Broncos. And then Miami of Ohio had Benjamin Harrison and Big Ben Roethlisberger. If I have a son it. and his name's Ben, he has to go to Miami of Ohio. So he'll do something great. I, I feel like this is the first time we've ever done trivia on Sports Pass, and that was well worth it. That was some great knowledge right there. Yeah, and we had the Tom Brokaw intro into the story Gerald Ford's mauled, Gerald Ford by, mauled by wolves <laughs> and he was delicious <laughs> that's so good that's maybe the best <laughs> SNL there ever was Tony news from Michigan <laughs> this has been Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network I'm Andrew Keller for the president saying thanks for stopping by